Hello world, welcome to a very special Masters edition of Golf Subpar. Colt knows Drew Stoltz, and we got a very special guest, someone that actually knows what he's talking about, <laughs> gambling expert Brady Canyon from the Visa Network. How are we doing, Brady? We're doing great. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, the beautiful Circa property and uh, starting off Masters week with a bang. Oh, I cannot wait to get this thing started. It's going to be incredible. Sleaze, how are we doing? Feeling great, feeling alive, feeling woke here in Las Vegas. What better place to talk to Brady about this thing? lot to get into. we got the Chirp app coming back. U.S. Open, we're going to get into a little more chirp stuff, some great prizes being given away. But being that we got a guy here that knows actually what he's talking about, we got to get into some favorites. we got to get into some long shots. we got to get into everything that you like about the Masters in terms of betting-wise. So let's go ahead and launch yeah. it, and we'll get into some of the yeah. uh, prizes and things you like mentioned, that. You mentioned the Chirp app. We did this during the U.S. Open. It's back again. A lot of live betting. You've actually spent some time on Chirp. What are your thoughts? I really like it, and I'll be honest with you, I think this is where the future of golf betting is going. I mean, we have our traditional you know, odds board right here behind us in the sports book with the head-to-head matchups and will he make the cut and that type of thing, but the chirp has taken it to the next step, which I think golf uh, betting is headed towards, where you mentioned it, Drew, off-air, that uh, you know you can bet, will this guy make this 12-foot putt, and he's plus 200 to make it, and, and you know, I mean, they're betting on every single shot. Will he hit the fairway? And I've always done that with my buddies watching the masters or something hey i got a buck that he says he misses this fairway well now chirps turned it into real live betting so yeah i feel like the masters is one of those ones where everyone oh. sits down and they watch every single shot right so this is such a perfect opportunity to get amongst it as we mm-hmm. like to say i mean you can bet a lot of different shots a lot of live betting win some incredible prizes it's going to be a perfect weekend yeah there's no better way after you do this a few times i've found like when you get constant action every single hole will he hit the fairway will he make this putt it's like i don't even want to get up to go to the bathroom because i'm like dude i'm gonna miss <laughs> some bets i gotta see where his putt you know i gotta know if i'm gonna bet yes or no or things like that but I'm glad to hear you say that that you think this is the future of betting because like for us degenerates that like to sit there and watch golf and we need some action I don't want to wait 18 holes to see like did my matchup win I want to be every hole and I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that you think this is the future because it's fun that's yeah. for sure and Brady we've had you on our Sirius XM show many a times you're awesome you have great info but how excited are you to have two masters in five months oh it's the best i always say colt my favorite major in april is the masters and uh, my favorite major in july is the british open you know people ask me what my favorite major is and i say well it depends on what time of year now we get one in november too Mm -hmm. so uh, i'm fired up it's going to be a different course as you know uh different weather certainly now what's interesting is the average high temperature in april is about 77 usually in november it's 67 but we're going to be in the low 80s high 70s here this is going to be a very april uh april ish weather here this week although we're going to get some moisture yeah it looks like there's a chance of rain every single day i talked to justin thomas um yesterday he said it's playing very long of course, the overseas didn't quite come in as good as it's normally did. He goes, chipping is going to be very dicey around there. But either way, they got sub air. They can control things. The Masters, any, anything can happen at the Masters. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's great insight from JT. And I think we kind of knew that was coming. The golf course was going to be softer. Uh, typically, the Masters overseeds in the September, October neighborhood. And then it goes all the way until April. And that ryegrass really matures. And you get a product that's outstanding, right? So it's only had about a month or so to get to that point. So here we are. And him saying it's a little soft and wispy makes a lot of sense uh we always know chipping around the greens at yep. augusta is going to be uh go a long way towards winning this thing so it, with it being a little bit difficult or a little bit different this year 
you know, you're going to probably have to pick out some really good scramblers. Yeah. Do you change anything? Like you go back and look at course history and how guys have performed here, obviously being that this is the first time that it's in November. Does that change it up? Do you like underweight maybe recent performances being like, Oh, the course will be different this time. Or does it stay basically the same? That's a great question. And I think it's really hard to figure out. I mean, because this is the one major that stays at the same course every year, we have a ton of history and course form and trends, you know, for years and years. So definitely I do look at that type of thing. Now they're throwing a little bit of a twist into it here, but I still think guys that traditionally play well here are still going to traditionally play well here. I think it's one of the more wide open masters though, because no one has played there in November. Like guys go play. Sometimes they take their buddies when they've qualified for, for in April, but like this could be wide open because no one knows how it's going to play. And I think it's going to play a lot different than April. And there's so many guys that are playing well coming into this. I mean, we're going to get into it right now with some of our favorites. Like, Bryson's got more attention than I can remember anyone getting yeah. since Tiger. You got JT playing really well. Rom, DJ's back now after COVID. He just played well his first week back. Like, there seems to be so many guys at the top that are like, it's a top. There's not like one guy. I guess Bryson's the guy that's getting it all, but we'll get into He's that getting in a little bit. It. But there's so many guys that I think are playing well leading up to this. Yeah, I want to ask Brady. I mean, I've never seen a number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson, get talked about less heading into a major and here he is he just finished second in Houston I mean the game's obviously in pretty good form after coming off his COVID little two-week COVID hiatus but I mean here's a guy who's number one in the world and no one's hardly talking about him because of Bryson DeChambeau and his record at Augusta lately is outstanding I think he's got uh, I want to say in the last six years he's got four top fives or something like that uh, I think you mentioned it on our show on VEASAN on long shots that uh, Dustin Johnson and to your point here's the number one player in the world and he's kind of under the radar yeah. yeah this is probably a good spot for DJ at Chirpy's 12 to 1 I actually bet him before he went on that tear in August and you know became the number one player in the world ascended to that ranking anyway I got him at 20 to 1 I'm I'm pretty happy with wow, that. Wow, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah. that's really, really. We saw nice. him. We saw him recently down at Grove 23 in Florida. He was he was getting some work in. I mean, it's just incredible. This guy. I mean, he is a specimen. Like we we've talked He's about different. it. I you mean, don't look like a golfer. You see him walk by. It's like a giraffe walk. I'm like, God, <laughs> man, is Lar. He shakes your hand and it just swallows you. Like he's a just a absolute unit. I think you bring up a good point there. And we're used to a golfer looking like a golfer. Dustin Johnson brought the athlete to the sport. It seems like he looks truly looks like a wide receiver, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah, he is absolutely a specimen. And and that's kind of carried over. Now Brooks is into the workout routine. Bryson's into the workout routine. Obviously, Tiger, you know, is pumping a lot of iron but uh, Dustin Johnson truly looks like uh, an athlete not necessarily the traditional golfer and he's got a love where he's at just being like here I am yeah. number one in the world just came back from COVID got second uh, by the way I won the FedEx Cup here recently was the hottest player in the world nobody I feel like nobody bringing DJ up in terms of like that's the guy I like at Augusta I think that's perfect I mean with it playing like so long I mean obviously Bryson's getting all the hype because of how far he's hitting uh, Dustin told us he just reached 193 ball speed wow. he got his career high when he was down at Grove I mean the guy can absolutely send it He's just – he's unbelievable. Like you said, he doesn't look like a golfer. Just another reason I quit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're not quite it built helps. the same. It's this is what golfers used to look slightly like. Slightly different. It's the same but different. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's very encouraging for my bet, though, and I have a bet on Matsuyama, too. Matsuyama at Chirp oh, is 35-1, yeah. to 1, and uh, I got him at 40. I think you can even find higher in some spots right now, but uh, it was very encouraging to see Matsuyama and DJ right there at the top of the leaderboard in Houston. Says they're coming in in good form. Yeah, Matsuyama, who's made some changes to his putting lately, 
really starting That's to roll it well. Question. Had a final round 63 in Houston. Had a good chance at 62 to force a playoff with well, – wouldn't end up forcing a playoff. Carlos Ortiz ended up making birdie. But, yeah, Hideki, I mean, just stripes it. And Augusta's a place I feel like sets up super well for Hideki. He always seems to putt well on fast greens like that, those fast bent grass greens. And I think there's a lot of correlation with Jack Nicklaus's course uh, at Muirfield Village for the Memorial. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Hideki's won that. So uh, I think there is some crossover looking at guys that have done well at the Memorial that have also played played well at Augusta, and you'll see a lot of connection there. Uh, so, again, that gives me a little bit of an angle on Hideki as well. Let's get a little In terms bit. of the other fair, well, I want to like, bro, what's, what's Bryson going off at Chirp? Eight and a half? Is that what it was? Uh, I didn't see him on Chirp. I, I know he's around town here, he's, he's in the neighborhood of eight high. to ten. Do you think, yeah. Is there value there? I mean, he's getting all the attention. We had Jordan Spieth on recently. He basically said it's Bryson's to lose at this point. Do you think there's value being that his, I mean, his odds are so light. Is, do you, is that something you want to look at no, and take a shot at? No, I, I don't. Sing, single digit odds, uh, I don't think are a great value that often. Now, back in the day, Colt, you remember mm-hmm. Tiger Woods was even, even money to <laughs> yeah, win these like things. Right? Field. And he yep. would win. Um, no, I don't think uh, eight or nine or 10 to one is great value. I'd probably, if you look at the, the, you know, the guys that have won the masters the last 10 years, it's not a lot of long shots. Charles Schwartzel was the first triple-digit long shot uh, in a long time. He was at 100 to one, and mind you, the guy was still like ranked 30th in the world. You mm-hmm. know, people just weren't really familiar with him just yet. Uh, I, I believe there were uh, Danny Willett Danny was uh, 50 to one. Other than that, guys are anywhere from 15 to 30 to one. So yeah. I think that's the neighborhood you want to look at. Uh, a number one player in the world has not won in the last 10 years. The defending champion has not won in the last 10 years. So it's probably going to be some. One, I would guess in that 25 to 1 range that's probably going to put on the green jacket on Sunday. Yeah, if you go back to when the official World Golf Rankings was started, the average ranking of the winner in the Masters is right around 15.1, 15.2. So obviously not many flukes uh, win it. But let's talk about the defending champion, Tiger Woods, who comes in with zero form, (laughs) has hardly played all year. I mean, obviously he plays great at Augusta. He's got five green jackets. Do you expect anything from Tiger this week? I really don't. And, and I didn't really expect anything from him last year, but then I was kicking myself going, the guy knows the course better than anybody in yeah. the world, anybody in the field. Why didn't I take a shot with him? Uh, but this year it's different. I think since, since the restart, the highest finish he's had is 37th. Uh, you know, he finished dead last at Riviera. Uh, he just hasn't had a lot of reps. And when we've seen him, you know, get into action and try and get some tournament reps, it just hasn't come out out that well um you know obviously father time is catching up Mm -hmm. to the guy and and you talked about it drew there are so many people in the field this is different when tiger was used to be competing against ernie ells vj singh and sergio garcia and phil mickelson now he's competing against 30 guys that can beat him out here this week 30 guys in their primes too absolutely different beast he's a guy that i know we all want to see play well there's nothing really leading up to it that indicates that he is going to but tiger aside Anyone else up top, maybe top 10 or 15 guys that you're looking at to, as like a fade opportunity when the matchups come out or somebody that you think might underperform where they're, where they're priced at? You know, it's easy to say Rory because he hasn't been in great form, uh, you know, since the restart. It's been a while since he's won a major. You know, he kind of has some demons about Augusta uh, trying to complete that career grand slam. But I don't necessarily want to go against the guy. I yeah. mean, he's still Rory McIlroy. Um, you know, Phil, I think, is a guy uh, that is a fade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Phil and Tiger, it, it, it's easy to say. It wouldn't surprise yeah. any of us if they finished top 20 or better. Um, but I think from a betting standpoint, those are probably a couple of guys I'd go against. Yeah, that was a tricky one. I mean, What's he going to show up with? How much tinker is he doing? That long driver? There's so many question marks, and it's been a while since we've seen Phil, not counting the Champions Tour, do anything on the PGA Tour. We're like, yeah. 
You know who's a guy? uh, Get your opinion on this one. I think a guy that I would be willing to fade uh, that is, uh, you know, a shorter odds guy is Colin Morikawa. Mm. Um, Obviously, he was incredibly impressive at the PGA Championship. Maybe it would have been different if there were fans there yelling in his ear Mm. and, you know, he was able to be calm on a course he was very familiar with. Then we saw him miss the cut at the U.S. Open. It was a tough road for him after winning his first major as such a young kid. And, And, you know, the hype of going into his next major, it just didn't work out well I also think he is more of a U.S. Open PGA Championship type player than he is a Masters player so I wouldn't be surprised if Colin Morikawa struggled here in his first you say that because of the greens at Augusta and how tough it is to putt around there and you view Colin as like a fairway green two putt exactly he you know putting can be his Achilles heel even though he putted so well at Harding Park uh, putting has been his nemesis and yeah it's gonna and, and it's a different putting for him he's never really seen anything like this before so he would be one of the shorter price guys guys I might go against. Yeah, here's a guy. I mean, he comes out, has an unbelievable PGA championship, wins by three shots, and everybody's anointing him the next big thing. Right. So he's going to win ten majors. I'm like, you guys don't realize how hard it is to win on the PGA. Like, you know what? He won a major. That might be his only one of his career. And that's not saying he's going to play poorly. It's just everyone is so good nowadays. It's so hard to win out there. You know, give him some credit, though. I go back to my correlation with Mirfield Village. He did win the Workday Championship yep. in a playoff over Justin Thomas. So maybe he knows these greens uh, types and surfaces better than I thought. Before we get back to this week's special golf subpar this week's episode is brought to you by bushnell the number one rangefinder in golf they've got the brand new new tour v5 shift sleeves i've used this thing it's unbelievable you cannot miss the flag gives you slope if you want to have a little slope tell you how far you are i know i personally do because i'm so dialed in i gotta have the exact yardage i want it down to the decimal dude i don't need 130 if it's 130.5 that's how precise you and i are with our wedges but this is the only thing i've ever used playing golf like you mentioned, the slope is great. Over 99% of the tour pros are using this thing. It's the only way to get your distance yep. out there. It's so accurate. It's within one yard every time. It's got the jolt technology. lets you vibrate when you know you hit the pin, so you definitely know you're not hitting a cactus or anything way back there in the distance. It's trusted by more tour players than anybody. It's fantastic. I highly recommend you go get it, and you can save $25 when you spend $100 at bushnellgolf.com by using code SUBPAR25 during checkout. I promise you, you're going to like it. Bushnell is trusted by 99% of tour players. I'm not sure what that other 1% is doing. But trust Bushnell to add an edge to your game. Once again, go to bushnellgolf.com and type in code SUBPAR25 during checkout. And let's get back to this very special edition of Golf Subpar. Well, I want to talk a little bit about Justin Thomas because he's my favorite to win. He's going off at 12-1 to on Chirp. We played with him recently at the Grove. I mean, the kid has Mm. just got so much game. It is unbelievable. We played with him. It was blowing 25 miles an hour. It's impressive. We, he's my partner. I rode him to victory. Just to let you know. But we get done. <laughs> high, confidence is high. We get done, and Sleaze is like, what Justin shoot? And I go, 64. He goes, are you kidding me? Like, it just looks so easy. Yeah. And he does it all. Like, I mean, being able to control your ball in the wind is something I think a lot of guys don't really know how to do. This kid's got it all. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I, I always say about Justin Thomas, I mean, you look at the top four players in the world. Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Justin Thomas. Those guys, I think, can win anywhere, any week, any time. Yep. And, and take your pick. You know, I'm on John Rahm this week, and I'm on DJ. I'm not on Rory and JT, but I could be dead wrong, and I wouldn't mind having the other two. Well, here's the deal about JT, though. We had we had his caddy, Jimmy Johnson, on our SiriusXM show. And if you look at JT's stats, he's played four Masters, and every year he's gotten better. Yep. He finished 12th last year. But he keeps just climbing that board, climbing that board. I think he gets more and more comfortable around there. I think that's a great 
piece of information to look at, progressively getting better year after year. And I'll tell you the other guy who has that trend going the same way is Brooks Kepka. Finished second last year. Mm -hmm. I think in his first Masters, he was around 30th, then maybe 22nd, then maybe a top 15, and then second last year. I know Brooks has had some injury issues, but it wouldn't surprise any of us if he showed up either, right? He's coming off an incredible weekend in Houston, too. Things started to click on the weekend as he tightened up. I got John Romney's another guy I liked. I picked him when it was back in April. I'm going to try to stick with that. He's only going at 9-1, to one, which I don't know if there's a ton of value there betting-wise, but I also love a guy we, we seem to talk about all the time on radio and on this podcast, Xander. I mean, I think he's very similar. Like, he doesn't get talked about. Second shot golf yeah. course, right? Who's better? I mean, he's about as good as you're going to get from tee to green. Hits it long. Iron plays great. Similar to Justin Thomas, similar to Rom. That's why I like these second shot guys out there. And another guy, like Colt just said, no love going in. It's, see, we, I feel like we say it every single time. And then he's somewhere on Sunday. He's at, at main time for second last year. Absolutely. Here. I mean, I think he's got six top fives second in majors in his short career. I mean, he he shows up in the big time event. And he's he absolutely does. And, and he gets love in the majors because people are aware of exactly what you said, the top five finishes or top ten finishes, whatever it is, in a very young career, finishing second last year. One thing going against him a little bit, and you know this, Colt, Augusta National takes a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go back in history, typically guys had to get six rounds, play six masters before they got their green jacket. So it takes a lot of getting used to knowing this course and also the pressure coming down the back nine on Sunday. Now in the last 10 years with the, you know, the influx of these young guns and how the talent window has expanded so much, the last 10 winners have an average of three tries before they get uh, Mm -hmm. the champion at the masters. Now, Xander's only been here twice, so it'll be his third time. So does he have enough reps at this golf course is probably the one knock I would make against him. Yeah, God, I just, just love him so much. So many times, so, and maybe uh, no fans changes it a little. I don't know. Those are some right, guys right. we love uh, in terms of, like, favorites. Let's go a little deeper. Let's go to some long shots, maybe 30 to 1. Let's or, talk about or one guy before we get into that. Okay. Jordan Spieth, who has zero okay. form coming in, just been playing awful. But when he goes down Magnolia Lane, he's just a different beast. I mean, we saw he went second, first, second in his first three Masters. The guy just loves the place. No one puts those greens better. Is he worth taking a shot on, even though with no form coming in? I think he really is. Here at Circa Sports, I'm not sure what he is at Chirp, but here at Circa, we just noticed this morning, he's at 81-1. to That's a hell of a price on Jordan Spieth, right? A guy that never plays bad there, really. I I totally agree, and I I really root for the guy. I would love to see him get back into that company of the DJs and the Roms and the Webb Simpsons and everything. It's too bad that he's fallen off a little bit the last couple years. But, Colt, I think this might be a guy that you look at where maybe the change to November does change for Jordan because he's so good in the April version, right? Maybe it's a little bit different for him this time of year. Man, I hope he plays well. God, I think everyone's yeah. rooting for him. There's a bunch of guys a lot of people are rooting for. We haven't seen it yet, but like you said, he gets out of Augusta. He's a different beast. Let's go to one long shot that I think we're all kind of aligned on right now, Jason Day going off at 50-1. to 1. That's got to seem like a pretty good value. He's just a question mark in terms of health, but when he shows up healthy and is engaged, I feel like – he checks all the boxes you'd want for Augusta National. I don't think he's – I think he's maybe missed one cut here. I think uh, other than the missed cut, I think he's always finished top 20. I mean, he has an incredible record here. Never won the thing, but he always plays well. And you guys know about his high ball flight. You love that for Jason Day on these greens. I had him in Houston last week. Had him uh, one shot out of the lead and heading into Sunday. And then he didn't have a good round on Sunday, which kind of surprised me because he was – again, you go to that progressively trend, you know, of pr- improving each day, which he was kind of doing 
doing at Houston, and then it just kind of fell apart a little bit on Sunday. Uh, but I would not be surprised. I mean, he might be a great top 20 bet, right? Yeah. Because he always does it every year. I don't know if I want to bet him to win, but uh, I think top 20 is probably a good play yeah, on like Jason Day. I, well, I believe so that's much. what I was going to say. I think in the last five years, he's number one in strokes gained putting around the Masters. I mean, like, no one puts it better. But the, always the question mark is, is he going to stub his toe? Yeah. What's going to happen? Is he going to have a cold? Like, you never know what's going to happen with Jason Day. He's not scared to withdraw. We saw here at Shadow Creek, you know, he's in the next to last group. Hurts his neck, withdraws on the second hole Sunday. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, that's the risk with Jason Day, and I think that's the case with the Masters. I don't know if he's ever missed a cut. I think he's withdrawn once. Yeah, okay. I was just reading about it last night. Um, and, and so there's always that risk with Jason Day, and it's tough when you're wagering on a guy that might you know, pull yeah. out after five holes. But uh, I think it's worth the risk. He certainly doesn't want to withdraw from a major championship, and he seems to be in good form. We saw him have four straight top seven finishes or better in the restart, and then he kind of fell off uh, at the Northern Trust and in the FedEx Cup play. But I liked him this week at Houston. He was at 45 to one, and he was twice the price of a guy like Russell Henley, right? And I was like, yeah. Jason Day at 45. I said that looks pretty juicy, and sure enough, he showed up. So uh, that gives me confidence that he is in good form coming in. Yeah, I'll give you one other guy I like as a long shot. I mean, it's a big long shot, but he's a guest of Golf Subpar, so I got to give him a yep, little love. Tap that. He's going off at 70 to one. Abe Answer, who I think yeah. is arguably one of the top five iron players on the PGA Tour in Augusta National, second shot golf course. Um, you know, we play, when Matthew Wolf was talking about it, they're going to be teaming up at the Shark Shootout later this year, he's like, dude, I, I, I can't wait to play with Abe. The guy has no weaknesses. He hits every fairway, hits every green, and he puts it good. He's just so steady, yep. right? He, and he never seems to have a blow-up round where he really plays poorly. He doesn't always win, but he is always right there. I think the only thing going against him is it's his first yep, time, right? I agree. I and agree. Uh, we haven't had a, a, a debutante winner at the Masters since, uh, what, the 1800s or something Fuzzy like that? Fuzzy Zeller, I believe, <laughs> yeah. was the last. So 1979. The 1800s, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just seems like forever, and people always bring that up. Not since Sevy, or not since Fuzzy, um, but it's exactly right. It, and that goes to my point that it takes experience to win there, mm -hmm. and so rarely do we see a first timer. And, uh, and that's the only thing really going against Abe Answer, I believe. That kind of checks the, the same thing I got for one of my long shots. He's going off at 33 to one. Matthew Wolf, a guy we just mentioned, we also got to play with down there. If you look at a length, I mean, we just saw him go toe to toe with Bryson at Wingfoot. He was out driving Bryson most of the time. Got his first taste of sleeping on a major. That obviously plays big dividends. But he's top five in his last two. I know he's never played there, but like, you're like first off, oh, he's only soft. played two majors. It's and soft, he's finished fourth it's long, and second. Not too shabby, right? Stuff. I mean, he can hit it pretty damn close to these places. They're talking like about Bryson hitting it. His variance is so wide. Yeah, he's like, a feast his good famine. is incredible. Yeah. His bad is he can't beat us. Nah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, th I think he nailed it. I think yeah. you're exactly right. But I'll tell you what, and, and we talk about some of the prop bets on Chirp, right? Yep. If you can find who will be the lowest or who is the highest finishing debutante, Matthew Wolf, I think would be a good bet. Yeah, I like uh, that. First timer, the best first timer this year in the Masters. I'd take a hard look at Matthew Wolf. Yeah, there's I got some, yeah, one more guy, and I, I want to know your thoughts on this because he's he's been playing well recently. He's won here multiple times. Bubba Watson coming in here. Yeah. I mean, the place is designed for him. You just slam that monster cut around every single bend. It sets up perfect. He plays well there. He's going off pretty long. I think I, I think you mentioned you saw him somewhere at 42 to one. Even I got him at 36 to one here. Is he a guy worth like in that long shot category? Yeah, I've got him at 28 to one on Chirp. Uh, he is typically around 35 to one here in town, and here at Circa 42 to one. I absolutely love. Bubba. I bet him before the tournament in April, and then uh, one of the books here in town did not refund my bet. Notice most of the books here in Las Vegas refunded the bet when they rescheduled the Masters, okay, and your mm. bet didn't count. But my Bubba Watson bet remained live, so I've got him at 45 to 1. Wow. Pretty nice number. Uh, but yeah. I, he's been in abs 
absolutely fantastic form. Had a top 10 at Shadow Creek, had a top 10, uh, top five, I believe, at Sherwood. Yeah. And you, you guys know this, Sherwood and Shadow Creek. Sherwood has the ties to uh, Mirfield Village because of both. obviously they're both Nicholas courses. A lot of people, including Ricky Fowler and Rory McIlroy, thought Shadow reminded them of Augusta. So if you're performing well on those two courses, maybe that translate over uh, into the Masters. Yeah, I, like, I, I love him around there. I, I mean. like he's a guy that's not, I don't want to say the most predictable, but he has places that he loves. And he Hell yeah. Like Riviera, he loves. TBC River Highlands, he loves. He seems totally. to play well the same spots. Obviously, Augusta falls into that too. When he's in a good mood he plays well exactly and when he's <laughs> happy and i can you know kind of into it i feel like he's got to be pretty happy with week, his current form right now i, I agree not, well, let's get some of these some of these prop bets here on chirp obviously there's a lot of fun ones out there you're gonna win some great prizes but chirp's got some cool ones that i really like one of my favorites the man who everyone's talking about bryson DeChambeau. will he hit a drive over 400 yards around Augusta national we've heard uh he played with sandy lyle recently and some of the irons he hit into some of these holes out there were ridiculous but we're expecting a lot of rain Obviously, they mow the grass back into the players. Not a lot of roll. Over 400 yards, to not hit over 400 yards is plus 100, so even money. I love that. I don't think he can get it to 400 yards with no roll. Well, you know, prop bets in general, and this is true for the Super Bowl as well, the general public or the recreational better usually wants to bet on the yes. They want to see things happen. But typically the right side is the no. So I'm with you. Because everybody's going to think Bryson, of course he's going to hit it 400 yards, right? I just saw him, yeah. I'd be with you on the no. That, that seems like a tough t- – I mean, how many holes can you even pick? Like with, with very little roll, 10, maybe 10 downwind if he tried to hit a driver and you can get some bounce there. But, like, otherwise, like you said, mowing it into the players, dude, there's not a lot of places where you're going to get yeah. 30 yards. Even if you can get it 370 in the air, you still need 30 on the ground. That's, that's Yeah, a tough Brady, ask. you got any other chirp bets you like? Yeah, I, I like a couple here. These are uh, from the prop market. The winner's score on the 72nd hole, birdie or better, is 5-1. to one. I like par at minus 200. I think the winner of this year's Masters will make a par on the 72nd hole, and I'm willing to lay minus 200. Bet 200 to win 100. Yeah, I, I like that better than birdie or better. See, you're, I'm, I'm way more impatient than you. I don't want to wait to the 72nd hole to see if I win a bet. <laughs> right. Give me something on yeah. the first day. Well, there is one on the first day. Will Tiger Woods hit the first I fairway? Love that. That's a yeah. good one right there. And what were the prices on that? Uh, to hit the first – to hit the, I haven't I know missed the it. first fairway. Yeah, missed the plus first 150. Fairway. He's known for hitting that hook off the first hole at Augusta. Not a good track record off the first hole. Plus 150 to miss it. I kind of like it. And you get, hey, first off, you get a little profit early right out of the gate, and then you start playing with it. So Here's one for you guys. High. I, I, I kind of like this one. Will a top 10 player, I'm assuming yeah. this is the OWGR, will a top 10 player in the world hit one into Ray's Creek mm. over the course of the four days? I'm going to say yes at plus 300. I, think I mean, why isn't one of those guys going for it on, in two on 13 going to hit one into the creek? Yeah, you I got 12 with the wind swirling. on your I mean. side there, I would have to think. And then I think that with, with being in November, what kind of wind are we going to see? Yep. April, it swirls around and guys can't pull clubs on that hole and it's a disaster. You see it all the time. If we get some swirly winds, though, yeah, I think that's a pretty good bet. I think history's on your side, like All I right, said. We only got a few minutes left, but let's wrap it up. Based off the Chirp odds, who's your winner of the 2020 Masters? Mm. I'm going to go with John Rahm. Uh, on Chirp, he's at 9-1. to one. I actually have him in pocket at 15-1. to one. These are the bets I have. I have Rahm, DJ. Uh, I added Patrick Cantley after his win uh, at the Zozo. I've got Bubba, Hideki, Adam Scott. And my biggest long shot is a debutante, Scotty Scheffler. Mm. At Chirp at 66-1, to one. I got him at 80-1. to one. Uh, but those are my seven guys in pocket, and uh, I'll go with Rom. I, I think, and, and it's hard to ignore any of these guys, yeah. DJ, Cantlay, um, but 
John Rahm, again, a winner right. at Memorial earlier this year. That course crosses over uh, into Augusta. His game is so well-rounded. He does everything well. And he also has been getting progressively better in each visit to Augusta since he started playing there. And uh, we'll see what he does. He's my guy. Yeah, All right, Brady Cannon of Vison's going John Rahm. Sleaze, who we got? Well, I got, I'm going to follow him. with. I got two favorites. I like wow, Rahm take, follow and Sander. The well, of course. Why would <laughs> I not? I'm going to tell you, by the way, I'm going to yeah. bet every single one of these that he just <laughs> told me. But I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go with, uh, aside from Rahm, I'll go with Xander, 14 to 1. I just think the two's just been knocking on the door so long. Like, eventually, yep. that thing's going to open up. Well, 14 I'm going, to 1. I'm going with my guy, Justin Thomas. I loved All what right. I saw last weekend. He's trending at Augusta, getting better. He's, he's, tw- plus, he's 12 to 1 on Sherp. I look for him to have the green jacket at the end of the week. But, Brady, we got we can't thank you enough for taking this time. Your insight is incredible. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at Las Vegas Golfer, and then here uh, the show's on VSIN. Uh, that's V-S-I-N, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, Sirius XM Channel 204. Awesome. Well, We're dude, the it's best. been an absolute pleasure. Everybody, download Sharp, go get amongst it, and enjoy the 2020 Matters.